Today is Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast. First off, we've got that windchill advisory. It's now continuing through 8 a.m. Thursday for Hill, Shoto, Liberty, Blaine, and eastern Teton counties. We're expecting dangerously cold windchills as low as 35 below zero, which could cause frostbite on exposed skin in as little as 10 minutes. Use caution while traveling outside. Wear appropriate clothing. That includes a hat and gloves. For the rest of your Wednesday, sunny. Highs around 5. South winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, not as cold. Partly cloudy in the evening, then becoming mostly cloudy. Lows 5 below to 10 below zero. Southeast winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Wind chill readings 15 below to 25 below zero. Thursday, not as cold and cloudy. 50% chance of snow. Highs 15 to 20. West winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Wind chill readings 10 below to 20 below in the morning. Thursday night, mostly cloudy. Low 0 to 5 above zero. West winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Friday, not as cold. Partly cloudy in the morning, becoming sunny. Highs 30 to 35. Southwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Friday night, clear. Lows 10 to 15. Saturday and Saturday night, partly cloudy. Highs around 40. Lows 15 to 20. Sunday through Monday night, mostly cloudy. Highs 40 to 45. Lows 20 to 30. And Tuesday, breezy and mostly cloudy. Highs around 50. Thanks to recent snowfall, the Bear Paw Ski Bowl is all set to open this Saturday and Sunday from 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Snowdance Ski Association President Claire Stoner says that while they are thrilled to open, access to the top of the hill will be limited due to difficult conditions. So we will only allow advanced skiers to the top and other skiers will have to get off at Midway, but Midway is groomed to the bottom and it's in good shape. Stoner says they will need the help of volunteers on Friday to haul heavy equipment and on Saturday and Sunday to cook at the concession stand. Those interested can send a message to the Bear Paw Ski Ball Facebook page or text Stoner at 781-8037. In a 2 to nothing vote Tuesday, the Hill County Commission approved a resolution allocating up to $100,000 in ARPA funds to the Health Department for COVID-19 prevention efforts. Commission Chair Diane McLean suggested providing the department with an initial allocation of under $50,000 and looking at providing more later. She ended up abstaining from Tuesday's vote. The vote came just five days after the commission unanimously voted down the resolution. Back in September, the commission approved the funding allocation but never signed off on it, citing concerns about how funds would be spent and whether the health department already had enough funding through grants. At Tuesday's meeting, Health Director Kim Berg said that this drawn-out process has contributed to her department, believing they are not supported by the commission. I don't have support. My staff knows it. They don't feel supported. And this is a big issue. Berg has agreed to the commission's request to keep them updated on how her department's allocation is being spent so that once the allocation deadline nears, unused funds could potentially be allocated elsewhere. In a press release earlier this month, Valley County Sheriff Tom Boyer announced that 55-year-old Daryl Big Leggins of Hayes died in custody February 10th at the Valley County Detention Center. Big Leggins was being held under contract for the Montana Department of Corrections. An investigation into the death was requested by Boyer to the Phillips County Coroner and Montana Department of Justice. In the release, Boyer said Big Leggins' cause of death appears to be due to natural causes. However, he has requested an independent coroner and investigator in order to ensure transparency and eliminate any perceived conflict. A coroner's inquest will be held at a later date as required by law. An autopsy will be conducted by the state crime lab in Billings. Now taking a look at local COVID updates for today. 
These updates are from yesterday. We'll start with Hill County, which between Saturday and Tuesday reported 22 new COVID cases and 31 recoveries. They also reported one COVID-related death and send their condolences to the family and friends of the individual. Total case count for Hill County, 4,754, 60 active, one hospitalized, 4,622 recoveries, 72 deaths. In Blaine County yesterday, they reported 28 new COVID cases and 28 recoveries, as well as a hospitalization discharge. Total case count for Blaine, 2,333. 85 active, 4 hospitalized, 2,217 recoveries, 31 deaths. Turning to state news, we'll start off with a look at that statewide COVID dashboard, which was updated this morning. In this update, Montana reported 655 new COVID cases, bringing the cumulative total to 264,277. Active case count, 2,348. Active hospitalizations, 164. Death toll, 3,156. Counties with the most new COVID cases today, Cascade, 154. Flathead, 153. Gallatin, 65. Yellowstone, 52. And looking at the vaccine dashboard update for today from the state, total COVID vaccine doses administered 1.404 million, with 554,850 Montanans fully immunized. That's 54% of the eligible population. The Cascade County Sheriff's Office has identified the two people that died in a murder-suicide at a Great Falls Hotel February 13th. Roger Miles, 60, died of a self-inflicted gunshot to the head. Vanessa Clancy, 45, died due to a gunshot to the head. A press release stated that police responded after receiving a call at 4.11 p.m. that came from a room at the extended Stay America Hotel, located on the 800 block of River Drive South. On arrival, officers located a male and female with gunshot wounds. The male was pronounced deceased on scene, while the female succumbed to her injuries after being transported to a hospital. The Montana Free Press reports that the federal magistrate judge, considering a lawsuit over the Forest Service's handling of access disputes in the Crazy Mountains, has issued a preliminary order favorable to Forest Service leadership and landowners. The plaintiffs, a consortium of sporting and conservation groups, sued the Forest Service in 2019, arguing that the agency has failed to maintain public access on trails traversing prescriptive easements in violation of its own policies and federal laws governing the agency's conduct. Prescriptive easements, sometimes called historic or unperfected easements, involve right-of-way claims without an easement recorded on the deed. Prescriptive easements are common on Forest Service and Bureau of Land Management land, particularly here in the West, where the expansion of railroads in the late 1800s left a legacy of checkerboard ownership that continues to complicate land management. Judge Timothy Kavan sided with the Forest Service and area landowners in the findings and recommendations order he issued Friday, February 18th. The parties have 14 days to raise objections to the order, which will ultimately go to a more senior judge. Kavan said the plaintiff's reference to federal laws governing the Forest Service's conduct, including the Federal Land Policy and Management Act and the National Forest Management Act, do not apply in the case because the government holds no claims on private property. He said the Forest Service has acted within its discretion on managing the four disputed trails, and that the plaintiff's claims were weakened by their failure to identify a, quote, discrete agency action the Forest Service was required to take, end quote. Now, taking a look at wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. We'll start with Hill County, where winter wheat is $8.18, spring wheat $9.20. Blaine County, winter wheat $8.08, spring wheat $9.15. Liberty County, winter wheat $8.23, spring wheat $9.20. Shoto County, winter wheat $8.18, spring wheat $9.20. And Phillips County, winter wheat $8.03, spring wheat $9.10. Now, taking a look at funeral notices for today. 
Thomas Tom Leslie Robinson, 74, passed away in his home February 18th. His celebration of life will be this Friday, February 25th, at the Haver Eagles Club from 2 to 4 p.m. And that's going to do it for this Wednesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.